<laughs> Good thing we're not monetized. True. <laughs> I don't know if I want to wear this. I have a big head. Dude, same. My head is huge. Take it from someone who, like, genuinely, like, had a pixie cut one time. It was not a good look. <laughs> yeah. But you know how people look, like, cute in beanies? I have, like, it's just my head so fucking big. You have not seen me from the side yet. Hold up. That looks good, though. Are you? Okay. It's, like, the shape of a head, though. I feel like I look like a fucking alien. I feel like that's dis- <laughs> dysmorphia talking. <laughs> Because I don't think okay. you do. No hat. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta start so I can stop, like, wanting to change my outfit. Okay, fair. Mm-hmm. All right. So we can tell people how to love themselves. Ex- <laughs> While we sit here and hate ourselves, let's tell you Absolutely. how to love yourself. Well, welcome to episode one of the Lonely Cast. Um, we're your hey. hosts. I'm Abigail. And I'm Brittany. Sorry, can we restart? Yeah. <laughs> I was just opening something. Oh, yeah. Ooh, before we start, totally. Can I show you what I got from the dollar store today that I really like? Yeah, absolutely. First off, I must say that I absolutely love the dollar store. It's my favorite store. Same. Um, I got this necklace that is for a child, but it is so adorable. That is so cute. It has two little hearts and all these bees, and it like it's kind of like a little bit of a choker. Like it's nice. Um, mm-hmm. And then, because like I said, it was made for a child. And I also got this little bracelet to match. That's so cute. I love it. It's also small on me, but it's fine. I have dainty, effeminate wrists, so. I can handle it. I love that for you. Yeah, those are my dollar store haul items. I got more, but I got candles. But nice, cute. Um, I uh, have been ordering things off of Amazon and Etsy, <laughs> like on accident. On accident? <laughs> it's totally an accident. I didn't mean to do it at all. Uh, this is the latest. Oh my god. I love it's it. It's chapstick. <laughs> I wasn't Pretty expecting cool. that. You can hang it off of your keychain and everything. I know. Holy and shit. And then I bought a shit ton of stickers. There's Sailor Moon and there's a bunch of marble ones for no reason. That's but I'm going to find places to stick them. They're... Oh my God. I'm really jealous, honestly. That's like a lot of stickers. How much did you pay for that? For both of them, I think like six dollars and there's like a shit ton yeah if you go on amazon and you search stickers oh my god i know we hate amazon but well we're also poor so i don't know how much we can (laughs) that's the thing is i (laughs) i do this like literally all the time i like go on like an anti-capitalist rant and i'm like capitalism is the worst thing in our society it's the worst thing ever (laughs) um and then i realize i literally work in e-commerce and i'm like (laughs) i am the root of all evil it's just yeah i hate seeing tweets that are like like i saw one the other day that was like shitting on people for buying from shein oh yeah 
Which, like, yes, Sheehan sucks, but you're, you're not going to find, like, a basic black t-shirt or tank top that you want in your size from Value Village. No, exactly. Like, there's some pieces that, like, you kind of have to just buy. Yeah. And, like, honestly, yeah, I, I will... I will do it. I think I buy most of my basics anyways from, like, H&M and Zara, which is no better, let's be honest. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm, I understand. Although, I did, one of my friends, who is very well off, came to me, as in, like, she buys designer, like, all the time. And she was Mm -hmm. like, I just found out about this website called Shein, and, like, it's, like, it's so crazy. You can get, like, all this stuff for, like, super cheap. And I was like, dude... I was like, you are currently outfitted entirely in Balenciaga. If you buy something from Shein, I will not be your friend anymore. Like, I can't. Okay, you dead. <laughs> I was like, you can afford to not buy from Shein. Just don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know what? Each to their own. Yeah. Should we start? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> this always happens. Yeah, no, it's okay. We can, like, leave all this stuff in the, at the beginning. I was watching and listening to a bunch of other podcasts, and I realized that, like, people will have whole conversations that will be in the podcast, and, and they'll be it. like, all right, let's get started. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, we should show our little hauls. Exactly. <laughs> I really want to. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, well, welcome to episode one of The Lonely Cast. Um, we are your hosts. I'm Abigail. And I'm Brittany. And as this is the first episode, I feel like it's kind of a good idea to get started and talk about how this podcast came to be, um, just a little bit and like what it's going to be about. Um, the Lonely Cast was conceptualized like last year, um, and Brittany and I were talking about it a couple months ago and about all these ideas that I had for a podcast, and I didn't want to do it alone because I was like, didn't want to just sit and talk for like 45 minutes to an hour by myself. I thought that would be really boring. So I asked Brittany to join me and then the Lonely Cast became our thing. And um, I guess like the main, for me anyways, I feel like we both kind of have our own definitions of like how we see it and like what it's going to mean to us. Um, But for me, I feel like getting comfortable with the idea of aloneness and like getting comfortable with yourself and like coming to know yourself more is like super important and is something that I've been really focused on in the last year and it's had its ups and downs and everything like that but um lots of good anecdotes I feel like I just have anecdotes that I want to share with the world if I can so yeah that's what it is for me I don't know about you but um, I'm pretty hard on myself mm. in, like, the sense of always second-guessing what I'm saying. I'm I'm pretty shy. If you see me on, like, Twitter, <laughs> I don't give that off, but <laughs> um, I think this will be a good way for me to just talk without really thinking about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I explained that well, but... No, that's fair. That's fair. I want to listen to myself talk. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I feel like as this is something that's, like, not going to be super, like... I don't want it to come off as, like, super, like, curated and, like, 
produced like super high quality or like scripted or anything like that um i feel like we're gonna have definite moments editing (laughs) editing is gonna be a really fun time um (laughs) but i think i think all in all like but between the two of us we have enough wisdom to somewhat just share and at least entertain people with so there we Mm -hmm. go that's that's our goal. That's why we're here. That's why you're listening to us right now. So, yeah, we just want to be your friend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we want you to have a pal. Exactly. Um, I don't know. I guess like because I, I listen to podcasts a lot of the time. I mean, I've been spending the majority of my time alone over the past several months, and so to listen to podcasts, even when I'm like out, just like walking around. It's nice because it makes me feel like I have, like, the company of people with me, and it just, like, keeps my brain stimulated as opposed to, like, music on, brain off, or just, like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's helpful yeah, I in think, that way. Like, quarantine brain mm-hmm. has been really kicking my ass. Mm-hmm. I can't really focus on anything. Yeah. <laughs> and podcasts have been really helpful of just, like, I'll put them on when I'm doing the dishes or just, like, trying to get something done. And yeah, it's way more stimulating than like having music on in the background. Yeah. Like you're actually like processing what they're saying. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know. It's uh, definitely exciting that we get to start our own now. Um, and like because because our podcast is kind of like we want to have like that general goal of like fostering content that like inspires people to kind of look a little bit more deeply maybe at their own concept of aloneness and like um how they see themselves um we have we have a really good first episode today um it's going to be talking a lot about like self-love and self-care and um the way that I like to think of it is like gaining my own personality (laughs) just Throughout the years, I feel like that's definitely been something that has been a big motif of, like, no longer just, like, fitting into, like, specific groups of people for a certain amount of time, but, like, actually getting to know myself and knowing what I like. Um, But, yeah. um, No, that's huge. Because, like, in junior high and high school, Mm -hmm. I feel like no one's, like, fully being themselves. It's more so a what do I have to do to, like, hang out with these people? Yeah, exactly. At least that's what it was like for me. Yeah, definitely. Um, But, like, now that you're in, or I'm in the real world, (laughs) I'm kind of figuring out what, I'm like, what, who am I? (laughs) What does Brittany like to do? Yeah. (laughs) Actually. Now that there's no pressure. (laughs) um, I was thinking about that, because recently I've been getting into Taylor Swift again for some reason her music like yesterday I listened to her entire discography minus reputation and and lover because I don't like those two albums like I cannot listen to them they make me I just tweeted about her this morning oh really that's so funny I don't have twitter so (laughs) I know (laughs) uh what it wait what was your tweet can we can we do like a Britney tweets moment that's not gonna be a thing but brittles 99 tweets I don't want to be exposed. Uh, I I said that I'm glad 
Oh, when I was 13, I hated Taylor Swift, probably because she's beautiful and talented. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad I grew out of it, because now I can shake my ass to Fearless again. <laughs> Literally. <So. laughs> oh my god. Um, I was listening to, first of all, on her album Fearless, uh, I think my favorite songs are 15, for sure. Because that song, like, mm-hmm. I remember listening to it for the first time i think i was like 12 or something like that 12 or 13 and i was like not 15 yeah no way before i was 15 and i was like oh yeah like when you're 15 but now like as an almost 23 year old by the way when we put this out if nothing goes wrong um it's gonna be on the day before my birthday so say happy birthday to abigail (laughs) now so literally like almost 10 years pretty much um since I heard the album for the first time, like, so much has changed, and it resonates so much more with me, and, like, listening to, like, all those songs, and thinking about, like, my relationships that I had when I was, like, 15, and stuff like that, oh my god, if we're talking about self-care, we're talking about, like, shaking your ass to fearless, as you said, (laughs) but I don't know, um, I guess, like, my original point was, Getting back into Taylor Swift now made me realize, like, how much I really did love her music because, I mean, I know all of the lyrics to, like, all of her songs and, like, even her new albums. I really enjoy and appreciate them. But I feel like being a Swifty or, like, liking Taylor Swift was just so, like, not not cool. And if you like Taylor Swift, like, you were so lame and everything. I had this, like, weird thought pattern in my head. So, like, I was like, ugh, Taylor mm-hmm. Swift, hate her disgusting like after I feel like everyone did at some point yeah and it's all just like internalized misogyny literally (laughs) like we I was like why did I hate Taylor Swift like when I was a kid I would listen to Fearless like to the point where I broke the CD yeah (laughs) and then I think when I got a little bit older I was like oh I hate Taylor Swift Taylor Swift ugh she dates a lot of boys and like that's that's so gross yeah but i like just wanted to i wanted to date a lot of boys which is why i hated her it's like jealous of her dating history (laughs) yeah i'm like jake gyllenhaal Mm. like yes please harry styles that still like blows my mind i was on the internet uh every day of my life but like a couple days ago i guess i saw these like posts from i don't know i think it was like the grammys or something like that Um, and, like, I think both Taylor Swift and Harry Styles performed, and there was, like, all these photos of them, like, looking at each other, and all the fans were like, oh my god, this is, like, the scene from La La Land, and, like, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I don't know if I have to explain that. Is he dating Olivia Wilde? I think so, which, honestly, like, good for him. I'm jealous of both of them. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a sexy couple. Yeah. But, she's so hot. Ugh, she's Anyways. so hot. <laughs> and just, like, so brilliant. Her movies, like, the fact that mm-hmm. she directs movies now is, like, so sexy. You know who I got really into recently? Mm. Reese Witherspoon. Oh. She's so fucking cool. She has a production company that just makes movies, um... It's, like, only female-led movies mm-hmm. and, like, female-starring movies and shows. Um, oh, wait, isn't her she thing... she has, like, a book club. Isn't her thing, Pardon? too, on her sets always, she, like, only allows, like, an all-female crew? Um, I think so. I don't know about that, but I think so. I, I know that she makes a point of having um, a variety of people. Mm-hmm. So, like, she wants to make sure there's a lot of women involved and, as well as people of color. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she rocks. (laughs) 
and she reads she was talking on another podcast that I was listening to mm-hmm. um about how she reads like a book or two a day oh my god um what and just like pumps through them and she wants to give writers an opportunity to like have their like books turned into movies or shows if they want to that is I don't so know. insane Reese Witherspoon she, she rocks holy shit wow Reese Witherspoon more like Rain Man wow <laughs> never mind I, I regret that joke entirely it's okay. I said she rocks like six <laughs> she times, rocks. I think. <laughs> she is the coolest of the beans. She, she rocks. <laughs> Reese, please message me back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> please let me take you on a date. <laughs> <laughs> please respond, Reese. Um, oh my god, yeah, no. Anyways, powerful That's what women. I want to do, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, honestly, just like the amount of times that I've let my jealousy of like other women doing cool things and like doing what they want get in the way of like yeah me staying in my own lane and also doing my own cool thing exactly like whatever whatever yeah i was really bad for like just being jealous of other girls Mm -hmm. like i still catch myself Mm -hmm. doing so but um i just realize that like I could be doing what they're doing if I put my time and energy into that instead of like being like man I wish I was her yeah exactly fucking bitch (laughs) (laughs) I like for some reason I've had this like weird switch like over the past couple of years because I used to struggle well and I still struggle with the same thing like I can't lie but I I feel like it's not as recognizable for me anymore because jealousy isn't something that I immediately feel but when people use the word like jealous like even if it's just like in passing i feel like it's too tied into like our vocabulary now because people will be like oh my god you did this oh i'm so jealous oh my god you found this i'm so jealous like it's just such a thing that like people throw around but for me jealousy is like such a heavy like it's a really heavy emotion to feel because it's i mean personally it's taken to me like really dark spaces and just hating everything about myself and hating everything about that about like what I do and like I don't know it bothers me now when people are like oh my god she has this I'm so jealous and I'm like "Mm," like feel how you want to but like maybe throw the word around less I don't know Mm -hmm. (laughs) um I had something to say, and then I lost my train. Oh. <laughs> That's okay. Um, yeah, I feel like I hear that word thrown around all the time, mm-hmm. when it's more so just like, oh, that's cool, I wish I could do that, Yeah. rather than, I'm so jealous. I- I'm such a jealous. Because jealous is so, like, negative, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, totally. it's like, Instead of being like, oh, that person's succeeding, I'm so proud of them, it's like, you're mad at them for doing something you want to do. Exactly. I don't know. It was, yeah, it's really, it's a really strange exchange to have with somebody. Um, I don't know. I just, do what you want to do. If you feel as if, like, you're not doing the best that you can do, like, give yourself, obviously, like, be nice to yourself about it and, like, don't be like, oh, I'm so angry at myself for not doing this thing. But it's like, mm-hmm. so you're not doing it right this second. That doesn't mean that you're never going to do it, you know? Just, like, yeah. 
be nicer to yourself. Maybe like one day, like take a step in that direction. You know, this podcast literally took an entire year to actually start. So, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like that's a good point because <clears throat> I've been wanting to like create content since I was twelve. Yeah, but. Well, obviously, the hold back being in, like, junior high was... You're in junior high and everything is so embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but even as I got older, I was just like, well, what if I post this and people don't like it? Or, like, what if someone says this about it? And then it's just kind of like, who cares? Yeah, exactly. Like, if I want... If I'm so... If someone else doing this made me feel jealous, then I should just do it. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only way I'm going to get to that place. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, fuck. That's another thing that I hate, too, though, is, like, if someone does something and you're, like, inspired by it or, like, you admire it and, like, first of all, I think it's important that you, like, let the person know because I'm just all down for, like, giving people props where it's due and, like, telling people that you're, like, proud of them or you're inspired by them or something like that. But, like, mm-hmm. if you go ahead and, like, do that thing or do something similar to it, if that person's first reaction is, oh, I hate that they're copying me. Ugh! That's... All ah, the time. People that are like that, oh, they just... I'm like, that's, something doesn't sit right with me when, I, when someone's like, oh, I hate that this person is copying me with this. And I'm like, you don't have an original thought in your head. Trust me. I know you think you're all that, but what you're doing is mm-hmm. not fully original. It's been done before. And like Yeah, and also like if you're doing something or dressing a certain way and that's something that makes you happy, like is it so crazy to think that that would also make someone else happy? Exactly. Like I don't I don't know. I've never been like, "Oh, they're copying me." Yeah. Unless it's like very evident. Very <laughs> evident. That's that's another thing because I guess this is like coming full circle into like gaining your own personality because like for the yeah. longest time I would like slowly morph into the person that I was like best friends with for like a few years and then towards the end of the friendship, like I couldn't tell myself apart from the other person and it wasn't necessarily so conscious like I had no idea and then they would like this happened to me I think like two times or something like that about that. Where, like, the person, like, would approach me and be like, hey, I feel like you've adopted huge parts of my personality. It's making me uncomfortable and dislike you for this, these reasons. Um, which, like, I, I'm not as hard on myself about it as I used to be because, like, when that happened, originally I went through, the, like, full identity crisis. I was like, I don't know who I am anymore. What if what they said was 100% true and I don't have my own personality and interests? When, like... There was, there was definitely truth to it, but I, instead of, like, actively, like, looking at myself and looking at the parts of myself that I had adopted from the other person and the parts of myself that were there from the beginning, like, I would just, like, spiral and be like, I have nothing. I am nothing. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know who I am. Um, well, that would be hard to hear. For, oh, for like sure. for anyone. Yeah. I don't know how I would react to that. No. <laughs> um, but, like, I don't know. It was helpful in, I think, propelling me forward into a space of, like, having my own thing going on and also just, like, being okay with the interests that I do have. Because, like, we were talking about Taylor Swift, but a thought also occurred to me the other day around the same time the Taylor <laughs> Swift one occurred to me. I think I'm a horse girl. Like, not just because I have horse 
girl themed <laughs> underwear, not just because I got a cowboy boot tattooed on my arm. Um, not just because I own a pair of cowboy boots, but don't actually have horse. Um, I think that I really liked horses growing up and I would go to horse camp every summer and I would be obsessed with going over to my friends' houses who had horses and I like wanted to pet them and I felt like I had a spiritual connection to them. Did I pretend to be a horse? Probably, yeah, like once or twice in my life, but it wasn't a regular lunchtime activity. So I was like, well, pff. I never, I never <laughs> ran around on all fours, like at recess, but I definitely did love horses. So there was a part of me that definitely was a horse girl. And I've just come to accept that and fully embrace it and to realize that it's okay to be a horse girl. It's actually a little bit cool, to be honest. It is, though. I Like, I hate the idea someone liking something a lot like having a hobby or just something that they really enjoy doing mm-hmm. is like never something that I would ever find amusing mm-hmm. I guess because it's like I don't know like what's the difference between a guy who's like obsessed with hockey and can tell you like the birth date of one of the <laughs> manager's brothers yeah <laughs> like what's the difference exactly. it's just because it's a hobby that you don't like or don't understand doesn't mean that it's weird exactly what is weird what is weird let's unpack that (laughs) yeah Brittany. what's one hobby you have that's weird nothing (laughs) absolutely nothing i'm so normal (laughs) and you know what i mean that because i feel like being normal is subjective that is absolutely true there are things that are normal to some people that aren't to others that is true that being said I just ordered some slime the other night, and I'm turning 22 this month. (laughs) Wait, of all things, I thought you were going to say I was not expecting slime. I'm not going to lie. Neither was I. (laughs) Um, No, but that actually brings something up. Mm. Um, So, I mean, I started looking at slime when I was high, and I was just like, that looks like something that I want to touch. Yeah. (laughs) And then I ordered some. Um, but I was talking to my coworker, and she's 25, I think. Mm-hmm. And I brought it up. I was like, I spent like an hour looking at slime last night. And she was like, honestly, dude, I, I buy slime. She's like, at my big age, I buy slime. And I was like, oh my god, it's not that weird, is it? She's like, no, it's like I'm constantly fiddling with something, and I just get to fiddle with something that feels cool. Oh my god. And I was just like, yeah, like, honestly, normalize cool. adults having slime 2022, 21. What yeah, year that's are we my in? goal. With that's, <laughs> that's my actual goal with this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, like, just be fine doing the things that you like doing. As long as you're not hurting anybody, like, who cares? As long mm, as it brings you main thing. some semblance of happiness, like, just go for it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I feel like. I've been a lot more free to just, like, enjoy, first of all, myself. Like, instead of hating myself 100% of the time, it's only, like, maybe 45% of the time now, which is, like, Mm -hmm. so freeing. I recognize I'm like, wow, maybe this hobby isn't something that I want to, like, broadcast to the entire... Well, no, that's a lie. I will broadcast any hobby I have to the entire (laughs) world because I perpetually cannot keep my mouth shut. But, like, 
just because it's something that's like really not that crazy like i i am not an artist in the, the respect that i can draw like i i can't i can't at all um i'm, I'm awful <laughs> yeah like i wish i wish i was a an amazing like painter or something like that i've tried mm-hmm. so many times but the thing with me is like if i'm not good at it immediately i'm i can't i can't do it yeah, I'm I'm pretty bad for that also because mm-hmm. I I've, I've been getting a lot of art come up on like my Twitter feed, and I'm always like I wish I could do that I wish I could do that and my boyfriend will be like you put the time in then like you're you're not gonna be able to do something shut the fuck like- up Mal God <laughs> yeah what an asshole I'm just kidding. <laughs> no but like it's a good point like he always brings up that you're not going to be good at something if you don't put the time into doing it. And I'm just in my brain, like, if I try this and it doesn't work out, I'm not going to pick it up ever again. Yeah. Well, and I I tried to draw a circle and it wasn't circular. (laughs) Art isn't for me. Never drawing circles ever again in my life. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like a big part of that, though, too, is actually enjoying the thing that you're doing because it's a lot easier to put time and effort into something if you actually enjoy what you're doing. So it's not necessarily, like, the outcome of, like, you get the perfect circle, but if you're like, oh, fuck yeah, I love drawing this circle right now, it's filling me with so much serotonin, like, I feel like that ends up leading people to, like, having those, like, really intense hobbies. I feel like... I mean, there's some people that will study and, like, do something. I feel like most pianists hate playing the piano. Like, I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like they... Yeah, because a lot of them were, like, forced to do it when they were a kid. Exactly. Exactly. And I feel like... But they're super good at it now because they were forced to do it, but they didn't necessarily enjoy it. But I don't know. I feel like the most legit hobbies for myself in my life have come out of me genuinely just enjoying doing it, like, all steps of the way, Mm -hmm. as opposed to, like making something really sick and like being pleased with outcome because i never am i don't know nothing's ever good enough for me (laughs) (laughs) um i was thinking the other day because i used to be really insecure um when people would ask me like what i do in my free time Mm -hmm. and like my friends all played like sports or just like they had stuff that they did like every week yeah but i realized that i if I like doing something, I don't want it to be, like, a scheduled thing, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I really enjoyed soccer growing up, and I still love playing soccer, but I don't think I'd ever join a team, because mm-hmm. it feels like there's, like, a pressure, and yep. it kind of takes the fun out of it. And it's the same thing with, like, singing. When I was a kid, I took lessons, and as it got on, I'm like, I have to learn music theory. I'm not having fun <laughs> anymore. Like, I don't... I don't fucking care about this. Yep. And now it's, like, just something that I do for fun. And maybe it would have been something that I pursued or, like, went to school for. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just like keeping my hobbies as hobbies. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and that's I don't excel at any of them. (laughs) (laughs) Where, like, I feel like I figured out this way of approaching my life and my future where... I'm like, well, what are the things that I really am interested in and, like, really am passionate about and how can I make money off of it? And that's literally the age-old story of people doing this. Like, this isn't new news to anybody. But, like, I've really started to look at things because, I mean, 
God knows, I've always been a creative person. I've always been a very imaginative person. I've always had a fascination with like photography and content creation and everything like that. And I'm not saying like I was sitting sitting at any point being like, I want to be a YouTuber. Well, that's a lie. Um, I think about I feel being like a everyone YouTuber has that every day. <laughs> yeah, people need to stop being so weird about it because um, it for sure like everyone has at least once thought about it. Um, hmm. But, like, I don't know why I didn't, like, go into my university career and, like, pursue, like, visual arts of some kind or, like, some type of arts or design or something like that. Instead, I went in being, like, I'm going to go and do four years of sciences and then another diploma program on top of that and then go to med school and become an anatomic pathologist. Like, whose life was I trying to live? That's not something Mm -hmm. that has ever like brought me joy or inspired me. Like, um, I don't know. It's, it's weird now sitting with the perspective that I have and being like, well, I know that the next time I do go back to school, I will actually pursue something that I like and that I'm passionate about because I have a way higher chance of doing better in it and like actually sticking with it because I am a university dropout for those of you who <clears throat> which Did is not nothing know. to be ashamed about because no. I've been around so many people who felt like they needed to do a certain course or like just take their life a certain way especially because when you're in high school the pressure to like figure out your life when you're fucking like 16 mm-hmm. <laughs> is so high and which so is stupid. so dumb if you're in high school you don't need to have your life figured out no if you're in your mid 20 if you're 30 you don't need to have your life figured no. out like there's everyone's n- just living day by day <laughs> there's you don't need a five-year plan <laughs> never a point in which your five-year plan is going to work out i promise you Mm-mm. i can if i can guarantee you one thing in no two things in life you will die and none of your five-year plans are going to come into fruition i promise you or at least they're not going to come into fruition in the way that you think that they will like nothing ever mm-hmm. goes according to plan unless you have absolutely insane luck and money and that's that's what it is that's just life the idea yeah Yeah. i'm glad though that i didn't have that pressure to go to university Mm -hmm. because a lot of my friends did Mm -hmm. um and they hated it like they hated it so much (laughs) yeah and they're still in these programs that they don't want to be in but they don't want to disappoint their parents Mm which sucks mm-hmm. I don't know why I once again this is like me fully taking responsibility for like my whole university weirdness that went on in the first like couple years of my adulthood because like I nece- I didn't necessarily have pressure from my parents to go to university I think that I just had this like way played up idealization of what I wanted my life to look like 10 years down the road and, like, how much money I wanted to be making and, like, what I wanted to do. And, it's like, given the reason why I chose, like, sciences and stuff is because when I was in the lab I with my mom, because she worked with pathologists and we were doing that work, I was like, oh, this is so fun and so easy and so cool and I'd love to do this. But I don't know, like, why I was lacking the forethought of, like, medical school and, like, how competitive it actually is and just, like... Mm-hmm neglecting to actually ask for help and deciding whether or not that would be a good option for me. I don't know. 
I don't know. Once again, the 10 year plans are a bad idea because I swear, like it's, you're idealizing your future in a way that like, just it's damaging to your present moment. It like fully is. Yeah. I, uh, my sister, I'm going to call her up. (laughs) She went to massage school right after high school. Mm Mm-hmm for some reason um like got all the books got the massage table and then was like oh i fucking hate this and then was like i want to go into music and then went to music and it was like a four-year program and she did three years and then left um and i don't mean that to like (laughs) make fun of her but like seeing that before I decided what I wanted to do after high school was nice because I was like oh it's not like set in stone Mm -hmm. I don't need to have everything figured out right away Mm um and I don't like no one ever has everything figured out no like even though it feels like you have to no one knows what they're doing (laughs) (laughs) yeah no I definitely agree I feel like um I mean my sister, I, she's very much not following in my footsteps, which is, I don't know, good for her, I guess. I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of where I am. So, like, <laughs> whatever. doesn't matter. Um, but, yeah, no, like, I, I don't, I wish I had an example of someone who, like, genuinely just, like, did what they wanted, like, from a young age. And, like, yeah. I feel like I didn't really have much of an example of someone who was, like, free-spirited and, like, just kind of went off and did their own things in a healthy way. I feel like I had very, you know, and so it caused me to have this, like, idea of life that everything had to be controlled and everything had to be, like, set up in a way that would, like, lead to bigger things. Like, you can never just, like, do what you wanted because you like to do it it always had to, like, have a... You had to have a reason behind it that was, like, leading to a bigger picture, if that makes sense. Um, And it's taken a lot of time to deconstruct that. I don't know. I feel like that's also just, like, society's expectation on a lot of people, too. Mm -hmm. But, I don't know. I'm looking at our prompts right now to see what else we can... (laughs) talk about we've kind of like uh steered steered through this i think it's like going okay yeah yeah <laughs> do you have any other thoughts on that um no thoughts no, <laughs> no thoughts actually <laughs> no i was going to talk about uh the people that surround you oh I was just yeah trying to figure out how to segue into that because yeah. it's really important to have like positive people around oh my god yeah Oh, um, speaking of people and friend groups, um, I'm not a person to keep friends around or, like, friend groups around for, like, very long periods of time. I've never been like that. Um, I moved around a lot, moved through groups of people a lot. Um, not for, like, any bad or negative reasons. Like, sometimes, obviously, yeah, like, shit happens. But I just, I, I've always been very fine with, like, outgrowing groups of people. But, like, literally an hour before we started recording, I got a message from a friend of mine who, like, I had spent time with here, reaching out and being like, hey, I've been thinking about you a lot, and, like, I was kind of, like, upset that, like, we stopped talking, like, however many months ago, 
for these reasons and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think when we were friends, I was in a point in my life where I really needed to be alone. And so yeah. the people that like I chose to be around or like wanted to be around, um, were people that like didn't take up too much energy and just kind of like made me laugh and forget about things for a while as opposed to like people who are like very like emotionally we talked a lot about our feelings and very deep dark subjects Mm -hmm. a lot of the time um yeah which is like fine but it's also for someone who's like already going through a bit of a crisis um it was very intense and took a lot of energy. So I just had to have a whole, like, makeup conversation with somebody, paragraphs, before we started recording about, like, our friendship and what went wrong and me apologizing for, like, totally just, like, ditching a friend group again. Oops. Mm-hmm. I, I see why you would apologize, but also I feel like... I'm trying to get out of apologizing for stuff like that mm-hmm. because there are days or sometimes weeks where I just don't want to talk to anyone Mm -hmm. and I don't expect it like people to stick around for that Mm -hmm. and it's not for everyone Um, because I've had gone through friend groups where it's like they talk 24-7 hang out like every other day and I just can't like mentally do it yeah and that's okay Mm-hmm. I for a very long time was like I'm the problem and in some cases I probably was but mm-hmm. sometimes just certain people aren't for you or don't really understand mm-hmm. that you need to be alone sometimes yeah yeah that's the biggest thing too is like giving myself instead of forcing myself into social social situations because I think like oh well if I'm around my friends I'll feel better because we'll laugh and have fun it'll be great but it's so draining especially when you don't have the energy to do that kind of thing and then going into a group of friends and like being the bummer it's the worst feeling in the world (laughs) i hated that yeah i had friends who like wanted who were just very social yeah and could like party all the time and just go out and do things Mm -hmm. and i always sometimes agree to going even though I knew I wasn't mentally there yeah (laughs) and I'd sit in the corner and just dissociate (laughs) and I was like I hate being that person I never want to be that person in the corner of the room that's just like looking around yeah because like I I don't want people to approach me and be like oh my god are you okay (laughs) like I don't I never want to be that person but sometimes it ends up like that because I just don't know how to say no yeah because I, I for a long time was like if I don't agree to do these things then they're not going to want to hang out with me oh my god fair there's this it reminds me of this one line from the Sydney Gish song um which doesn't really have much context but it's talking about the the pretty girls are being nice to me because I'm the depressed chick at a frat party or something like that <laughs> I like <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> honestly I, I am fun to be around, but, like, when I'm mentally doing well, I'm fun to be around. Yeah. And, like, yeah. for a while, I was, like, showing up to every single friend hangout, and they'd be like, hey, Abby, like, how's it going? 
And I'd be like, well, I just had three panic attacks today. And honestly, I'm not doing very well. It's very hard for me to look you in the eyes right now. And also, can we just go get alcohol and drink? Which also was very unhealthy and like kind of a little bit um, enabling. But I'm a responsible adult and I should have been doing better. But that's like, that's when I knew. I was like, I need to spend some serious time alone and like just disconnect for a while yeah and since then that's like mostly what i've been doing i feel like i see people outside of work because i am super social at work like i'm still like i see a bunch of people every day i'm talking to people every day um and it's fine it's good like it's not a super like high it doesn't demand a whole lot of energy to be social with my coworkers. um actually maybe it does and that's why i need to spend more time alone these days but like maybe once every few weeks I'll like make plans to hang out with friends and just like go for walks or something like that and that to me is just so much more meaningful and enjoy enjoyable now especially that I like spend most of my time locked Mm -hmm. up in my apartment just like vibing with my candles and incense and shit so I don't know (laughs) I like being alone. What can I say? <laughs> Same. Yeah. I absolutely do. But it is really nice when you find people that, like, you feel comfortable around and can mm-hmm. have fun with. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one friend who we used to see each other, like, every single day for months. Oh, my God. And then just one day didn't really hang out, and we'll check in every now and then. Yeah. And... We recently started texting to try to, like, make plans to, like, go for a walk or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is... This person is me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've never been the type to, like, text someone every day or, like, need to hang out every day. Um, and I can go, like, months without talking to someone and still bounce back right into it. Mm-hmm. And I know that some people take that as, like, disrespect. <laughs> yeah. But... It's just awesome to know that I'm not the only person who is like that. And it's, like, a really solid friendship. (laughs) Yeah. No. And I think it's so... Like, my friends... I have friends of all kinds. And I don't know. I feel like I'm a very... I've always been a reliable person. So I could have a friend that, like, wants to text me every day. And that's a lot. I will say that. Um, If you want to talk to me every day, you're probably one of my coworkers. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, those are, like, the only people that I talk to every day. Um, but like with my friends that like literally don't text me for two months, um, and then we'll FaceTime for like four hours or something like that. I am there for that FaceTime. I don't think anything of that break. And I think that that should become more normal. Like, I understand that people have anxieties about like their relationships and stuff like that. But if you're friends with the right people and you just want nothing but the best for them and you truly like love and support them and value their friendship and the friendship oh this is one thing i've been thinking a lot about is like friendships and like what their purpose is in your life like i feel like it's so easy to get drawn into friendships that are based on like gaining something from the other person like what are you getting from me and what am I getting for you? And it's like a very transaction, transactionary. I think that's the word. I don't know. Transactional friendship. Um, as opposed to just genuinely enjoying someone's presence. Like it doesn't matter how or when they show up in your life. If you're like 
if you're just like down to like love them and support them for like whatever like how long they text you how how long it takes them to text you back like shouldn't necessarily matter unless you're trying to make plans Mm. then that that's not fun that shit pisses me off (laughs) (laughs) um yeah no like if anyone ever like no matter what time of the day if anyone texts me and is like i need someone to talk to like Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what kind of state i'm in i'm i'll respond right away Mm -hmm. but like sometimes it's just like oh i want to go to the pool or do this and i say no and sometimes like people that i'm not friends with anymore would kind of make me feel bad for it yeah um they're like do you even want to hang out i'm like yeah yeah but not right now (laughs) yeah (laughs) exactly Um, I recently gathered a group of friends. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I was telling you the other day. Yeah, tell, tell. It's really funny how it happened. <laughs> um, so I have one friend that I've been friends with for like a year, one friend I've known for years, and then one Twitter mutual. <laughs> and the friend I've known for years and the Twitter mutual are like childhood friends. <laughs> oh my God, that's um, perfect. And I tweeted about wanting to play, like, iMessage games. And these three people all responded. And now we're, like, a group of buds. Oh, my God. And we hung out a while ago. And I haven't laughed that long, that hard that long. (laughs) (laughs) Just a really long hangout. I'm just, like, Brittany. (laughs) 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 Um, I haven't laughed that hard in a really long time. But also something I noticed is just, like, every single time I said something negative about myself, even Mm -hmm. when it's, like, a self-deprecating, like, joke, Mm -hmm. one of them would, like, be, like, oh, don't say that. Like, you're great. Or, like, don't, like, I've never had that. Oh, my God. Because usually it's, like, your friend just starts saying the same shit about themselves or saying same. But, like, it's just, it's a nice change of pace. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly. One of my best friends here now, like, my thing, for some reason, I always call myself an idiot. Because, honestly, I truly believe it with my whole heart. I am an idiot. Like, if not most of the time, a lot of the time. You're um, not, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, no, but even just, like, us having this conversation right now, you're way more well-spoken than I am. (laughs) That doesn't mean that I'm not an idiot. This is the third or fourth time we're recording this because of my tech illiteracy. That's not true. (laughs) The first time was my fault because I am an old person and I listen to, I have to listen in these headphones on full (laughs) volume so you could just hear Abigail through my mic. So the first one was me. (laughs) Okay, fair, fair. Uh, But then the second one, I didn't record the video. I think that was the re- no 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 the second one I deleted all of my footage before posting it anywhere that was a big idiot move like let's let's be it honest happens. about that um and then the third time literally none of my tech would work like my computer was on the fritz my headphones were like dying my phone was dying I was probably dying I don't know <laughs> it was a big it was a big conundrum um but we're here now um we have made it 54 minutes in, which honestly, props to us. No problems that we know of. No problems. <laughs> Just a lot of word vomit, probably, but you know what? That's, yeah. what, that's what we're about here at the Lonely Cast. Uh. <laughs> um, well, I was going to bring up 
I feel like we've talked a lot about being nice to yourself, like, mm. on the inside, mm-hmm. but uh, not so much about the outside. And oh, the outside. I want to know how you've been doing uh, with quarantine, like, and, and like, your physical appearance, if that's not too, like... Oh, yeah, no, 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 that's ...much totally to get cool. into. Um, geez, well... I guess for, like, most of the past year, I have been adjusting to living in a new place with, like, a completely different climate, and my skin has been such a bad issue for me, and also such a big insecurity, whereas it never really used to be. Like, I've always had, like, pretty clear... (laughs) I've always had, like, crystal clear skin, small (laughs) pores. My pores are skinny as hell. But, you um, do have really nice skin, though. <laughs> Thanks. I'm wearing a lot of makeup. Um, but like, it since does not moving, look like it. Uh, Thanks. Oh, that's. I think we'll talk about it after. Sorry. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. It's fine. I'll just like mention like I think my number one talent is wearing makeup, but also looking like I'm not wearing any makeup at all. And it's talent. It's, <laughs> I used to hate it because like people would. I would be like, oh, like getting ready this morning, putting on all this makeup. Like it was so tough, and people would be like, you're wearing makeup, and I was like. I spent an hour. <laughs> I just literally spent an hour on my makeup. <laughs> but now I'm like, it's kind of nice. Like, I don't know. Um, but it's really good at casting an illusion that I do still have nice skin. Um, but no, since moving, like, my pores have just, like, enlarged. And I've tried everything, man. The skin on my body, even. Like, I've been having, like, these weird, like, breakouts, like, on my legs and my butt. And just, like, sorry if that's TMI, guys. Um, I have butt acne. Um, but like, honestly, like it's been so bad for me and I'm really, I'm a really bad picker too. And it like, when I'm anxious or like feeling really depressed, like I'll pick really badly. And so like there's scarring that's happening. I don't know what the fuck. That's what's been going on in quarantine is I'm just like, my body is a war zone. But aside from that, like I, I finally got a full length mirror in my apartment um, which is super exciting because I have not seen my body in a full length mirror since last August. Um, well I have because we have a bunch of work, but like not, I haven't been able to like admire myself if you know what I'm saying. Um, and so I did for the first time last night, literally since August and I started crying because I had this horrendous image in my head of what I looked like, um, and everything that was wrong with me. Um, because I didn't actually have the opportunity to see it for myself or like through anything other than my iPhone camera, which is never a good idea. Um, but honestly, I was like pleasantly surprised, especially because like, I mean, I have been trying to stay fit. I like go for runs and do yoga, um, and eat relatively well. I'm really bad at that still though. I have a pretty shit relationship with food, but like, eating relatively healthier and like I don't know it was just like this is the longest period of time I've gone without being able to stand and look at my body in a mirror and I was so scared about having that experience but it turned out okay and it also just made me feel really powerful again which is nice because I've been having issues getting my power back in the past year too but I think it's like almost at full again who knows what about you? Um, before I get into it, I just want to say that Abby is the hottest they them that I know. Um, 
So if you're not watching the video and you're just listening, just know that she's a... They're a baddie. My bad. It's okay. <laughs> I misgender myself all the time. It's really fun. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Thanks, thanks Brittany. I How did I fuck it. that up? Within I don't the know. <laughs> <You're> like, <you're laughs> like, she's the hottest day them. <laughs> I need to be put down. Uh, no, God. Anyways. I'm the worst. Anyways, um, quarantine destroyed my self image. Hmm. Um, I was like in a really, really good place before quarantine. Yeah. Um, but you know, the normal weight gain from just being home all the time <laughs> and not really getting out, as well as the large amount of weed that I smoked, mm. plus the snacking. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of sucked. Um, and also, yeah, my skin's been really horrible, mm-hmm. and I think it's just the stress of living in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've been trying to make an effort to, you know, dress myself up and... <laughs> try to look good because for a long time I was in pajamas every day mm-hmm. um I don't know I've I'm I think I've gotten better I there's I always have bad days where I I look at myself and I'm like oh yeah <laughs> jeez. Uh, but for the most part I've been pretty nice to myself mm-hmm. something that I've a goal of mine mm-hmm. this year is to feel hot or sexy <laughs> Because I think I figured out, <laughs> like, I don't think I'm ugly anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I think, well, but no. I, uh, like, uh, <laughs> I, I'm all over the place. This conversation think, is blowing my mind because I just like, you're Because I'm not making more- any sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are. You're making 100%, well, you're not really making sense of the fact that uh, you are literally one of the most beautiful people I know, so. Abigail. Like, I'm Stop being it. real. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, <laughs> thank you. No, but I mean, like, I I don't really call myself ugly anymore, which I used mm. to do a lot. Mm. Um, but I can't get past, like, cute or pretty. Mm. Um, and the reason for this kind of stems back to the people I was around. I had this yeah. one friend say the most backhanded compliment to me that's resonated with me for so long love those resonate resonated Reson- resonated right not resonated oh. but resin- yeah that's not resonated. right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um stupid uh <laughs> shut, shut up Brittany. you're just not stupid god <laughs> but this one time we got ready to go to the bar and i, th- I let them do my makeup and I think I, like, took one of their shirts. And mm. I just did not look like me. Because I don't really... I just don't know how to do makeup. If I did, I'd be in full face every day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like, oh, I don't need makeup. Like, I need it. I just don't know how to do it. <laughs> um, but anyways, that night I was like, I I feel kind of hot. Mm-hmm. And this friend was like, I feel like you're, like, the cute friend and I'm, like, the hot friend. Uh. Um, and basically just, like... I forget what else they said, but made me feel like, yeah, I'm cute, and yeah, I'm pretty, but I'm not too sexy. So I've had a really hard time, uh, yeah, like, seeing that in myself. Like, even saying the word, did you hear me go, sexy? Yeah, <laughs> you're like, sexy. 
<laughs> no, ah, uh, yeah. It's so but isn't that so fucked that I let someone say that to me? Honestly, I let my best friend say that to me, and I thought, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> like, what? If someone said uh, that to me now, I'd be like, bah. you know what? I think you need to shut the fuck up. How about that? How about that for an opinion? <laughs> Ugh, honestly, like things like that are they cut the deepest, man. Especially when they come mm. from people whose opinions you care about. Like, yeah, it's so. I don't like the audacity of some people to just like why not why not just be nice although maybe mm-hmm. no no you know what don't say that to anybody you don't say yeah that. Don't. don't ever if your friend is talking about how great they feel don't say anything that is not I'm glad you look great <laughs> like wow this bitch is actually not calling herself a dumb ugly idiot for the first time ever uh let's stop that now <laughs> like <laughs> it was so backhanded though because it was uh, like yeah you look good but i'm the hot one <laughs> no i was like no, damn bitch <laughs> no and i'm the funny one so get the fuck out honestly. yeah i'm like well i have a good personality exactly <laughs> uh, have you seen the movie duff yes oh my where God. the, oh the my duff God. is like hot as fuck <laughs> literally she's first of all gorgeous um but also like i embarrassingly enough absolutely adore that movie like everything about it it feels like one of those classic early 2000s like coming of age movies yeah um it's done so well um duff for those of you who might not know is a dumb ugly fat friend and apparently every friend group has one of those friends to to, i don't know to add personal to add some flavor to add some to make the other ones look better i guess i think that was the point yeah um it's not true i mean maybe it is i don't know i internalized that movie a lot <laughs> i thought i was that friend for a very long time i still think i'm that friend and always yeah, will I, I still do too like, i just thought any... that would be too mean to myself really <laughs> um i i don't know well i'm gonna be honest about it like i still think i'm that friend it doesn't matter what friend group i'm in i'm like oh yeah like i am bullshit but you know what? And yeah, it is bullshit because I'm hot and sexy and no one is a duff in my friend groups. Everyone is hot true, and sexy. True, 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 true. Hot, sexy, funny friends only. <laughs> Imagine though being in a group of friends and at all like thinking that one person is not yeah. as attractive as the rest. Literally. I have Every issue- time I look at my friends, I'm like, I'm in love with you. Please kiss me on the mouth literally oh my god a hundred percent i'm with like that with everybody like i've had conversations with some of my coworkers, and they'll be like oh like i don't really mm, this is not that great i'm friends with some people who talk shit okay i'm not one of those people i don't enjoy talking shit but you know what when you work with them sometimes you can't avoid it and hearing people talk shit i don't participate but um they'll like say something about like someone's outfit or something like that and I'm the first one always. I, like, turn and I'm like, really? I'm like, I really like, like, I complimented them earlier. I really like that they're pulling off their own style. And, like, to be honest, I think everyone that I work with is, like, super hot. Like, literally mm. everybody I work with. And cool and, like, fun and, like, interesting. And I said that to my coworkers. And they were like, really? And I was like, yeah, you guys don't also think that everyone we work with is super hot? I was like, that is so strange. Because, I don't know, there's just something about, like, I have this newfound appreciation for people just, like, 
always and i'm like yeah Mm -hmm. everyone is super cute and hot and whatever sometimes i i think back to the people that i well some of them some of them are that I some people that I used to be friends with are great people. It just yeah. you know drift apart. But there's definitely some that I was like, they were so negative and just mean. Mm-hmm. Like aside from like talking shit about people that we knew, it was just like walking down the street. They would like point out something that someone was wearing or just point out the way someone looked. Whereas yeah. like I walk down the street or I'm in the car and I'm like, look how fucking cool that person is. Or like I love those overalls. Like yeah, I've I've never like, looked at a group of people and been, like, ew, ew, <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, or, I like some people are. <laughs> like, I'm always just, like, I love her hair, love her glasses. Yeah. Like, some people, like, notice the weirdest things, and I'm, like, are you, like, purposely looking for things wrong with people? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I noticed you have a stain on your shirt, or, like, just stuff that people can't, yeah. genuinely can't fix, like, right there at the moment. And it's, like, is yeah. that, are you being helpful, or are mm-hmm. you just being mean? Because, yeah. Because I just yeah no. But it doesn't when feel you're good. around that, I think it really affects like you assume people are noticing all these things they're not noticing. Because mm-hmm. looking in the mirror, you're like, oh, that zit is huge, and then yep. you go out and no one's looking at it because it's not that huge. Yeah. It's like I was talking with my coworker the the other day. I'm Portuguese, so I have like really dark hair. Mm-hmm. It's not even that dark, but I just grew up <laughs> thinking it was really dark because all my friends had, like, really blonde hair. Mm-hmm. So, like, my arms were hairier than most of the girls in my grade. Yeah. And if you just look at me, it's not something you'd be like, oh, wow, this girl has hairy arms. Yeah. It's not something you would even notice, but because I look down at myself all the time, I'm like, oh, my God, this is gross. Yeah. Like, no one's looking at you from your perspective. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Exactly. No one's and right like, here. <laughs> I think about, like, how many times I go out into public and I genuinely just don't notice things. I am, mm-hmm. like, a super clueless, unobservational, unobservational person. I'm making up words at this point. Like, I don't know. It's but our like, podcast. I, we can do whatever we want. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck you guys. No We're here to spread information. One. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, I never noticed that kind of shit when I'm, like, outside. Like, I I could not, even when I go on first dates, like, I really could not tell you, like, what my date will wear unless I'm, like, really in love with them, like, first date. But, like, I don't notice things about people. I just spat. Um, sorry, I'm going to start that over. I don't notice <laughs> things about people like that. And so to think that people are noticing me like that is probably just wrong mm-hmm. um i don't know i feel like people just need to be kinder to themselves yeah. to everybody else like well i feel like also just having a good energy and like being kind makes someone like look better does that make yeah. sense yeah 100 <laughs> like when if someone's just like being super negative and just saying like really awful things like Mm -hmm. to me i'm just like oh i don't even want to look at you (laughs) but like when (laughs) someone's just like smiling and just like talking about something they love or just like being Mm -hmm. sweet Mm -hmm. i'm just like you're so beautiful i want to pinch your cheeks (laughs) (laughs) exactly my social anxiety is typing though (laughs) i will be honest (laughs) because me like when i'm in a group of people even at work still i'll have moments and i'll just 
luckily with the masks no one can see but like i have a really awful and ugly resting bitch face um that just like perpetually it's happened over the years i feel like my face is just like slowly like moving downwards um (laughs) but uh i don't know i feel like when i get really anxious i just kind of like observe and my eyes get really wide and i'm like what's happening and i probably look very concerned yeah um but aside from that like i still i tend to be nice to people i feel like the vibes that i give off initially sometimes they might be like why is that bitch just like not talking like what's Mm -hmm. going on like is she okay are they okay see just sit at myself um but i don't know i feel like just just be yourself and eventually get you'll break out of your shell it takes me literal months to break out of my shell but like people will enjoy it if you can just like be free yeah and it's i don't know you'll attract really great people if you just start talking about yourself the way that other people are seeing you i Mm. need to explain that better (laughs) (laughs) but i mean like if you're constantly being like oh i'm the worst i'm this Mm. i'm this i'm this then people are gonna be like okay maybe you are Mm. but if you like are just like i'm great and you just you know just be you then people will yeah they'll see that they'll appreciate it my hair is getting crazier and crazier every (laughs) frame um okay i feel like we should wrap this up we're like yeah. on an hour and 12 minutes. My AirPods are dying. Mm-hmm. Um, this is how like every podcast episode is going to end. It's just going to be like, my AirPods are dying. Sorry, guys. <laughs> hey, guys. Abby's AirPods are dying, so we're going to wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should um, give Doug a shout out. Doug? Oh, like, yeah, Doug. Doug made the I, was song. Like, I was like, who Maybe the fuck is Doug? Maybe we should just do that Doug? at the end of every episode. Yeah, no. Because for those that aren't reading the description, it's probably a better way to Mm -hmm. do it. Um, Shout out to Doug Hoyer uh, for the intro and outro music that we use. Um, He's great. Also, shout out to Mal, Brittany's BF, for doing our graphics for the cover and for the little animation on the YouTube video, if you can see it. Um, Those two have been extremely helpful in bringing this all together, so... Shout out to Abby for doing everything else. <laughs> Shout, Shout out, out to, to Brittany showing for up. <laughs> <laughs> showing up and also running social media because that shit stresses me out. Yeah. I uh, but... I just started a Discord the other day. I'm just oh, yeah. fixing up the channels, but once that... I'll probably have it all ready to go by the time mm-hmm. we post this, but uh, we'll just link it with all of our social medias. But yeah. please join it because I think it'll be really fun to just talk yeah. with everyone what's the yeah. uh, discord channel's name it's called the lonely pod no the, the, the lonely, lonely spot the lonely spot <laughs> yeah yeah we'll have to put the code in though because i think that's yeah. the only way you can really find it um, okay yeah uh, but yeah we're really excited to just uh start posting and mm-hmm. be able to chat with everyone <laughs> yeah i think that's the biggest thing is like i we both want this to become a community kind of of just like people going through similar things who want to like i don't know just feel like they have a little gang gang of friends on the internet Mm -hmm. um i think that's like my biggest 
hope and dream for this. Um, But you can follow us and connect with us on any social media platform at The Lonely Cast, um, as it's spelt out on our platforms. Um, And yeah, this has been episode one. We made it all the way through. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not going to delete the footage this time. (laughs) Thank you so much for watching. See you guys next week. (laughs) See you. Bye.